The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Richard Malloy. That's right, Rue from Tough Love is yeah. here. Have you been in the Haunted Studio before, uh, Rue? Well, this was actually uh, the, the studio that Tough Love was first broadcast out of and several what, years ago. What happened there? <laughs> well, I think it broke down mid-show. Mid-show! <laughs> and we decamped to the other studio. That's so, always good. And we've never been back. <laughs> when you have to bail out of your studio halfway through the show, that's always good. Look at this, Ed, the Get This I Album. Know. Our album has arrived. And what was the problem you spotted, Tone? Uh, I don't know, font issues. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but we've spent two months working on this big-ass 68-minute yeah. fancy album. What are we going to do? Give them away. Give them away. <laughs> we are not going to make a cent off this deal. No way. That's coming up. I've we've got the very first copy. He did. <laughs> 001 goes to ah, Richard Malloy. That's it. We're going to uh, try and hack into the Malloy family tree today. That's Good always idea. interesting. Skeletons out of the closet. We've got Crime Watch. What else have we got? Uh, I've got a cow that you can steer. <laughs> And we've run out of music. <laughs> That's always good. Does this happen on your show? You talk so long, the music literally runs out. Well, the music just starts at any time and it just keeps going, basically. <laughs> so, well, we know that Get This uh, has begun when we hear the... Uh, well, it's become the cock crow of the program. Cock crow? When the Prime Minister falls off a cliff, oh, no. the show has begun. The Labor Party says... Ah! And we're off. And that's uh, Jamie's got a gun. That'd be Aerosmith. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depends where you're standing. It's Get This Around the Nation with myself, one of several Tony Martins. Over there, you've got Ed Cavalier. Only one of me, hello. There's only one Ed Cavalier. Yeah. An internet phenomenon. Uh. Richard Marsland is <laughs> pushing Tony. the buttons today. Good to be here. Give him a round. It's Richard Malloy yeah. Roo from Tough Love. Hi, Tony. Ed. Yeah. Now, Richard Marsland used to panel Tough Love as well, didn't he? He did. Right? Well, very, very much at home in here. Yeah, what, what happened there? <laughs> did it end badly? Oh, I well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I remember doing a couple of shows in the studio and Mick yeah. wouldn't have it. Yeah, uh, that's really, it. Understandably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously this was pre-internet uh, nickname fame mm. for uh, yeah. yes. Richard Marsland. I don't know if you've been following the story, Rue, but he has 2,500 nicknames. 2,500? 2,500. Then we got Matt Dow. Pots and pans on this show. Yes, yes, He's flipping around the channels last night mm. in Melbourne, <laughs> and he go he clicks onto channel thirty one. Hang on a second. Any, oh, anything right. you'd like to tell us first? <laughs> oh yeah, no. This is a friend of mine's uh, TV show. This is on community television. Community TV. It's called uh, Barnaby Flowers. A time to talk. Barnaby Flowers, a time to talk. Sitting up the back, a character known as the Prof. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Played by Richard Marsland. <laughs> Knee Armitage Shanks. The and Prof. I, I have no idea. I had about four lines, and then the joke was I was just sitting there reading a book for the rest of the show. Mm. Maddie couldn't get the VHS in <laughs> quick enough, so can you? I know. So what time is this? <laughs> what time, time slot? Where was this? I don't know. I, I didn't see it. Um, Give us one of your prof lines. Jeez. Uh, it was a long time ago. It was something about... Uh, not uh, um, yeah, uh, not achieving pubic hair or having a period. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's not going to be crossing over to commercial TV like Rove did. Are you wearing one of those jackets with the leather patches on the arms? Or? <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, enough about our panel operator. Mm. We've got Rue here, yeah. and it's a chance to delve into the Malloy family tree because I don't know if you've seen Who magazine this week, Ed. Look at them. There's three Malloys on a couch. Rue didn't even know it was in there. <laughs> no. I wasn't even aware this was out because I thought when it does come out, we did this several weeks ago, we're going to get slaughtered by our friends. Right. Because yeah. there's the three brothers sitting on a couch looking quite daggy, I've got to say. Oh, well, Mick's giving you the kind of point, this guy, yeah. and John's giving, he's throwing his hands up in the air going, these two, what Crazy. are going to do with them? And that I'm is... looking at them like they're idiots. 
Yeah, <laughs> you look the coolest, bro. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And what is this the first time the you know the three Malloys have been profiled like that? Uh, no, we're also in Men's Style magazine, Tony. Oh, and I'm sure you, you must have seen that. Yeah, sandwiched between George Clooney and David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Malloy boys are fashion plates yeah. all around, so oh. we were in there. Fashion uh, Yeah, just take us through the chronology. So is Mick the oldest? Yes, he is. He's the most responsible mm. member of the Malloy. And the you second? No, uh, yes. Well, there's, there's actually some uh, older girls, but they're, they're proper ah. people with real lives. <laughs> proper yeah. people. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the three boys. Yeah. Uh, and then so John's the youngest. Yeah. And how does the Malloy Boy Productions office function? I mean, who's really in charge in there? Well, I'm not sure because I'd never really go there. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it the <laughs> London Tavern in Richmond for a few years? For, for a while, there was an office above, above uh, the London Tavern. Uh, for obvious reasons, we had to let that go. <laughs> um, but no, we got a lot of work done up there. Uh, but now we're in Fitzroy, uh, but John spends most of the time there. Right, okay. And I mean, what's that other one? You've got another one. Oh, well, this is, look, obviously we're doing a lot of publicity for uh, Boytown. Correct. Yeah. And every now and again, someone uh, wants to explore the, the brother's angle. Yeah. Um, so angle. I, over in Perth... Uh, well, they do this uh, one of those two of us style articles. Ah, nice. You know the type where oh, yeah. you get two people and one person talks about the other person yeah, and then the yeah, other yeah. person talks about the and other person. It's like person. a love fest. It's yeah, like, it's I, very nice. Well, I was very polite about Mick. Hey, yeah. how, did John, how did John get the cut? <laughs> no, exactly. No, it's called the two of us, Ed. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Got a cull one. <laughs> okay, it. so you were nice about Mick, and yeah. what's he done to you? Well, so then oh, well, we arrived in Perth for the premiere of Boytown, and the publicist goes, "Oh, look, mate, you might want to just have a look at the." Uh, <laughs> The Two of Us article. <laughs> What's he said? Oh, okay. Well, this is uh, just a little bit of it. Uh, he was a slug. A bit of a bum. <laughs> uh, I got to choose which bunker, uh, and he had to put on the motorcycle helmet whenever I bowled to him. He also used to wear our sister's ballet tutu. <laughs> Uh, which which is completely that... untrue. Why, there has never in the history of the Malloy family been any incident with a ballet tutu. No, <laughs> he's just making stuff up <laughs> to abuse me in the press. And the bunks, is that true? The three of you in bunks? <laughs> well, that there actually was true at one stage. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> There's only two. Okay. Now, of course, uh, lording it over the Malloy brothers, you've got the sort of Kath Pettingill-style matriarch of the family. That's right. Uh, which is uh, Pie Face. <laughs> yes. How's she travelling these days? I know she's very good. She's, uh, she's quite happy. She's still uh, doing a lot of washing. Right. And yeah. <laughs> every time I see her, she reminds me that years ago, me and Mick uh, had uh, Mr. Methane serenade her on, <laughs> on yes. her birthday. Yeah, we, we play that on Tough Love every now and again. <laughs> well, on her birthday, actually. Every birthday, Mick drags it out. <laughs> just for old time's sake. Magic stuff. <laughs> it is. Now, have you had to do, you mentioned the Boytown publicity yep. too. I mean, obviously, you haven't had to walk up the carpet, or have you? Do you do that? Um, in the uh, Melbourne premiere... Uh, we were, we, were part, we were part of the official party, as was Ed, yeah. actually. Because yeah, I, ta oh, I tacked on the end. I arrived with two minutes to go, and Mick said, yeah, come and stand up the front. I went, all right, I reckon I get free chock tops <laughs> if you stand up the front. Right. I didn't get a free chock top, but we were, as when we were standing up there, uh, you know, they had three different cinemas, and Mick had to introduce the film. And, you know, you, he was done this a million times, so there's a few mm. things that he always does. Yeah. He's got to thank, uh, you know, everyone yeah. who's up the there. investors and... Yeah, and I was standing next to Rue, and at the first one he goes, oh, yeah, investors, you know, cast, blah, 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 and those two ugly blokes on the end, uh, my brother's particularly ugly as Rue, <laughs> and everyone laughs. <laughs> then he does it again in the second cinema, mm. and as we're walking out, Rue turns to me and goes, "If he does that again, I'm gonna, <laughs> if he even, I'm gonna nut him. I'm gonna nut him. If he, if he busts that out, and he did, and, I, and, and he busted out in the third one, I'm looking at Rue, and the, you know the blood's starting to boil. Oh, yeah, yeah. No nutting. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, think he described me and John as his ugly wingmen. Right. <laughs> 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 he, he once described you to me. He said, "If I had to describe uh, Rue to somebody on the radio, I'd say, get out the tears.'" 
Cheers for Fears album, Songs from the Big Cheer. <laughs> apparently, there's a dead set lookalike for okay. you on the front of that album. Varson's <laughs> looking like he knows what I mean by that. No, I know the one. Tears for Fears. Hey, Nick Kershaw fans, we have been contacted by the... Uh, do you play a lot of Kershaw on top? We don't, actually. Really? No. <laughs> you better just dodge that bullet. Uh, we've been contacted by the uh, International Fan Club. Yep. They want to hear that thing where we uh, pushed Kershaw out to the outback with uh, synthesizers yeah, on Yeah, a few people have emailed in, actually. Yeah, I think we're going to have to play that again today. What we'll do is we'll play it instead of a song so okay. it doesn't feel like a rip-off. We'll Let do that later see. in the show. Let me see what you'll be missing out on to hear. You know what? Right. It's, it's a plus. Let's mm. just say that okay. Kershaw's a plus. <laughs> okay, so that'll be late because it'll give the Kershaw fans time to queue up their tapes. Yeah, get the eyeliner on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be coming up later. And, uh, yeah, hey, this Who magazine, mm. we were actually interviewed. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was months ago. This woman came in from Who magazine. Yeah, yeah, Obviously yeah. knew nothing about the show. No. Fell asleep several times during the yeah, broadcast. She did. We had to use the defibrillator <laughs> to get her up again. And then we go into the boardroom afterwards. She talks to us for 40 minutes. 40 good minutes. And she obviously has no interest in the program nah. at all. And spent 10 minutes talking to me about my dog. <laughs> And the article has never appeared. No, I don't think we were interesting enough. And we called them up and they went, oh, we, we since both of you are briefly in Boytown, we might sort of fold no. you into the article about the no. Malloys. No. Oh. Nothing. Nothing? No photos taken on the couch? Not in there. <laughs> no. no I was going to say, the other photo they took, which I wish they had a run, was uh, us walking down a hall, because this was all done in a bar, funnily yeah, enough. Really? This interview. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, they said, oh, can you guys just pretend uh, you're coming home on a big night out? <laughs> and we said, yep, we can do that. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> well, those photos never appeared. So. <laughs> <laughs> they would not fit for family viewing. <laughs> I want to get my hands on those. <laughs> so we get, we get Nikki to call up and say, well, we've got the Malloys out. Yeah. There's nothing about us <laughs> yeah, on there. And I'm going, um... Tell you what, if anything interesting happens to you, call <laughs> us back. Oh. How's that? <laughs> we can, I mean, we've got Satney Caftan Week. We've got the Nick Kershaw Save the Farmers plan. Yeah, we, we, you know, we crap on about the ABC for hours on end. Mm. How is this not printworthy? Where are we going wrong? No trout pouts, no baby bumps, no anorexia fears. Nothing. No couch work. I mean, what's the big story on Tough Love at the moment? Um... I've got to say, it's going to be Axel Whitehead yeah. and Brendan Favola. Yeah, Dumb are. blokes. That, <laughs> Brendan Favola. Is that the Dumb football? Is that that football bloke? Yeah, 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 yeah. Favola. Yep. I see in the paper today they've got uh, footage of oh, that, yeah. of the headlock, and the headlock did occur, but apparently the Irish barman doesn't get punched oh. in the head. What's he complaining about? Does that make it okay? <laughs> no, but did you notice in the footage he's going, no, but it only punched me in the head. Oh. Okay, but... Look, right here. You get, there was not a single mark. Oh, no, it just points to one of those weird Irish haircuts. <laughs> with all his hair pushed forward. Then <laughs> <laughs> he decapitated me and buried me in, in a bog for 500 years. <laughs> well, but there's nothing of that in the footage. Well, I don't like him. <laughs> so, headlock, yes. Punch and head, no. All right. So, that's equivocal mm. footage, right? Good work, there. Good work Tony. And where is Favola? Apparently, he's in Norway. Is he? Yeah. Hiding out. He, fled, he, fled, he fled to Norway after this. We tried to, well, yesterday we tried to work out where he'd gone. We were inviting callers to ring in and tell us. Oh, really? We've good got idea. Bali was suggested. Ah, good idea. Egypt, which was not possible because I don't think there's any alcohol in Egypt. <laughs> but I think we worked out he's in Norway. He's right. leading the simple life of a halibut smoker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Prof, what's coming up? What do you got for us today, Prof? Uh, Music-wise, you mean? Yeah. And Arena Palo. Mm. Palo, uh, I think that's pronounced. Got some Springsteen as well, but giving the police a break. Oh, oh. good.
You like the prof? Is that catching on? <laughs> no, it? it's no. too nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not Mars Needs Guitars <laughs> or David Bowie. These are the ones I'm into. Oh, here we go. Frankie goes to Marsland. Yeah. That's always a... Pro- Moose Fighter 2000, that's not getting enough of a run. The Mars Supial, the Red Planet, Mars Lando Broom, I know you like that one. Armitage Shanks, 6.30am is a weird one, which I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then here we go. The Mars with Mark Beretta. What? <laughs> I don't like, get it, but I like it. None of them make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Ricky, work, rest, and playland makes heaps of sense. All right. <laughs> Whoever the That's hell weird. you are, play us a tune, and we'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Who are we enjoying there, Professor? Uh, Narina Palo. Oh, what's the Narina Palo story? Well, uh, it reads like palate. Yeah. Um, um, right. I think that's preferred, preferred pronunciation. Her folks live in Brisbane. <laughs> okay. Richard Malloy, Rue from Tough Love, is with us. And, uh, you know, do you get a lot of emails on your show? We do. Yeah. Most of them nutty. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Do you have a lot really? of abuse? Abuse? Really? No, What's... not really. Uh, okay. No, we just get no. We get a lot of a uh, lot of stuff, a lot of uh, contributions. Yeah, we get complaints, mate. <laughs> right. Listen to this from Philip Taylor. Why is it that every time a sandbag falls on your show, it hits plums, but the prime minister gets away with a plum-free plummet? So he's wanting us to drop a sandbag on the prime minister's plums. Is that entertainment, Ed Cavalli? Uh, yep. Really? Where I come from, right. Plum Town. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Plums! Oh, I'll just sit down on this bear trap. Oh, i plums again! Oh, I'll stand over here by this electric heater. Oh, i plums! I'll just position myself in front of this tennis ball machine. Oh, I'm ailing plums! Oh, oh, thank God I didn't leave those fireworks in my underpants. Oh, are you happy now, Philip Taylor? Are you happy, Phil? I don't even know if that sounded anything like John Howard. I mean, it was worth it to see you doing it. That was great. <laughs> I love your live sketches, Tone. That was great. I've been on my own Wikipedia page. <laughs> Listen to this for vandalism. This is what it says on my page at the moment. What have we got? Tony recently neglected his brother, Sam, and would love <laughs> <laughs> and would love feedback on his Burke expedition trip. What does that mean? Firstly, I don't have a brother, Sam. Well, yeah. I have been neglecting my brother, but his <laughs> name is Michael. Okay. But he changed his name for seven years and no one could find him. Have what you done you one of those Two of Us articles with you? <laughs> <laughs> Just me and an email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, um, what, what did he change it to? Uh, Toto Neo Rest? He changed his surname to Foster. Yeah, I, I, I thought it's is that a pun? It seemed like maybe it was a pun. Like, is it a Foster? I don't know. No. He's now living under the name Foster. He likes beer. Yeah. <laughs> that could be yeah. it, but not too many. Yeah. Just a Foster. Just a quick Foster. What? Yeah. So I don't know. His name's not Sam. So okay, yeah. what's that doing on Wikipedia? I've got no idea. That's not funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind funny editions <laughs> or rude ones or all of or my, my my page, which is just changing every second word to homosexual. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. Well done, whoever that was. I've got another complaint here, Tone. Check this out. Really? Chris from Brisbane says, you guys were wearing T-shirts under your satiny caftans. That's cheating. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Greg Fleet didn't. Greg Fleet put, uh, <laughs> took his shirt off, yeah. wore his caftan all day, and then he said, he, as he was leaving, he goes, oh, it's a bit cold, and puts a suit jacket on over his caftan. <laughs> and then, and then he's down in the foyer waiting for a cab, and the security guard told him to move on. 
<laughs> he's going back into the office to tell me. He's going, oh, I'm just standing in the foyer. <laughs> and apparently two women who work here in the sales department have been freaked out by me hanging out in the foyer. And he was just wearing a satiny caftan with a suit jacket over the top. Yeah. Do you get Greg Fleet on your show? Well, no, for that reason. <laughs> like, you have to, it's hard work booking him. Security won't let him in the building. <laughs> he does live in a dump master behind the station, I should point that out. Upgraded to a dump master. It's a well-appointed dump master. Sure it is. Oh, what are the big issues? Ocean glimpses. Yeah. Hey, Boytown, I must mention, uh, there's Boytown, obviously, in cinemas. Mm. That's mm. going well. Yes. But then... There's this expose called Boytown Confidential, clips mm. of which are on the Boytown on the website. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not really sure what the whole deal is, but it's it's some sort of expose of the real yeah. Boytown. We're trying to keep a lid on that until after the film was actually kind of, you right. know, officially out there. Uh, but it seems some of this stuff's leaked onto the internet. Uh, the clips, yeah. and it's, it's you know... It's so weird because it's leaked onto the official site. That's right, <laughs> I know. But you've got to have that happen. <laughs> but some of those clips are now on YouTube. On YouTube! Oh, yeah. There's Two five boys. clips from Boytown Confidential right. that you can see on the Boytown website. Three of them are on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't mind that. I don't mind them pinching and putting on YouTube. You. But put the whole clip on. I know, Tom. One of them they cut out like <laughs> three quarters of the way through. I you know, go, there's a joke. You missed out the ending, I the know, joke I ending. Know. What are you doing? I know, Tom. That's, why would you do that? Because, you you know, because you're angry. You know, mm. you're angry at life. And then mm. it's one joke, one joke, two, one good joke. From Glenn Robbins and Tony and and whoever Kenny Larkin, too many. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! And, and you just you, you cut him off. Yeah. That's what's going on, Tony. That's dodgy. Mm. You reckon? What did you find on YouTube this morning? Well, I found a show called uh, Perverts Busted. <laughs> right? A new Roo is coming in. Yeah. Have a look at some of his... What have you got? Okay. Better, better have a look at some of his early work. Can we take uh, out of context? <laughs> Perverts Busted. Yeah, it's a show on, the, on, the, on NBC in the States where they set up a chat room mm. and people pose. As like, And it's quite dodgy. Like The stuff that people are doing is mm. really, really bad. But then there's there's some very funny bits when the when the host <laughs> the, when the NBC host comes out and date from Dateline and bust them. So yeah. pop that in Dateline into your YouTube. I've got a clip. For, I've got a clip for us on Monday. Oh, it's going to be sizzling hot. <laughs> so sizzling. Yeah. I tell you what, I'd like to see on YouTube. Uh, Rue here was in a great Australian film called Tackle Happy a few years oh, ago. Yeah. Were you in that room? Oh, I was yeah. briefly. I wasn't supposed to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I just kind of ended up there. Yeah. Best scene that one is, is the scene where Rue is trying to bust Simon Morley from mm. puppetry of the penis out of prison. It is a great scene. <laughs> yes. I can't remember it, but no. uh, I wish we had that clip. Deacon, Deacon Street. That's it. Like the Prime Minister. That's it. Australia's <laughs> uh, first Prime Minister. <laughs> it's all getting a bit personal. Actually, when we were in Brisbane for the uh, Broytown premiere, we went back to uh, the very bar uh, where uh, Simon Morley was before he got arrested. So oh, it, was wow. like, it was like reliving old times. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hollywood tour. Hey, how did you get into radio, Ru? Well, yeah, because I lied. So, but how did you? How did you get? Oh, well, that's a good question, Ed. Cause I'm yeah. not exactly sure. Really? Yeah, no, um, I just, be, because I've been working with Mick, obviously, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for uh, several, several years, yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> when uh, Tough Love started, it was a much bigger show, can you believe? It was actually went for two hours. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yes. That's right. It's hard to, hard to imagine now. <laughs> about an hour of that was just Alan Bro waffling on about <laughs> New Zealand bands, though, That's right. if I remember. That's right. So I was sort of a contributor to that. And then as the yeah, show yeah. evolved, I've eventually just uh, wormed my way in there, basically. Planning on, take, <laughs> planning on taking that's over, right. room. But after two years, I actually got introduced. So. Hey! Oh, well, that's very nice. How's the, how's the white anting going? Yeah, going Robert, very Robert's well. next out the door, <laughs> then next out the door. It's all part of my plan. Boy, you know, it's the Rue hour. <laughs> that's it.
And what, hey, have you, uh, when's, is your mum been in to co-host? Mick told me she was going to be doing the phones. That's what he said. (laughs) Well, after Katie left, it was, uh, Uh, her Anna. Yeah, Katie, now known as Monty, broadcasting in Albury. Uh, I'm looking for big stories in the paper. There's so many the lawyers just won't let me read out today. Have you guys been uh, following that Alan Jones book? Uh-huh. Ah, not as close as your good self. What's oh, going on? It's, is it being pulped yet? I'm amazed <laughs> it hasn't been pulled no, from no, the no, shops. It's still, it's still going. It's so outrageous. Mm. It's so fruity. Well, well, he's waving the flag. There's you know? a lot of talk of flag waving. <laughs> <laughs> he's a flag waving broadcaster, that Alan Jones. Flags for the common folk. Yeah. Uh. Mm. I really thought that would have been pulped. How's Cavalier Town coming along? Has Masters cooked that up? Yeah, that Masters, it's easy digs deep, you know. You can't wave a flag in this town without Masters (laughs) finding out about it. (laughs) Terrible. Maybe we'll get some controversy going with Illegal Download. Look at us, Tone. This is our new album. This is like 45 minutes worth of Get This... um, Sizzling hot Get This Action. Bacon. Mm. And then after that, there's one of my uh, stories from my book Lolly Scramble, like in talking book sort of fashion. Yeah. Yeah, you, are you doing all the voices, bro? Yeah, afraid so. It's good. And then, mm-hmm. oh, there's a bit of silence at the end. No extra cost. <laughs> Free silence? It's a secret oh. track. <laughs> Free but this is a 68-minute album. Normally, people would be flogging this in the shops. Yeah. No, we're just going to give it away. Anyone who calls up this show from now on yep. gets one of There's only a 1,000 of them being stamped. I'm going to sell my copy, but... That's okay. oh, that's all right. Yeah, I'll put that on eBay. Yeah, the show. Okay. And, and they'll all have a personalised message from Richard Marsland in them. <laughs> and maybe each one, maybe each of the thousand albums yeah. should be adorned with a different Marsland nickname. Very good idea. Cool. All right. and, and then so Marsland has to write a, like a, a thank you as that nickname. Yeah. No worries at all. So Marsland's guitars would write the same thing as David Bowie. There's only a thousand of them. <laughs> should be fine. Uh, on a weekend. I hope you didn't have anything planned. You and your incredibly hot girlfriend over the weekend. It's going to be a great one. Yeah, yeah the no prof. Choice. The prof, you know. I'll right. have nicknames left over, though. There's only a thousand CDs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bag full. We'll have to stamp some more, then, clearly. No, there's only going to be a thousand of them. Limited right. edition. Anyone who calls up this show between now and the end of the year gets a copy the of Talkback Mountain. Illegal download right. Talkback Mountain. We've got Rue here. Oh, Rue, you'd like to do a bit of Crime Watch, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Crime Watch? <laughs> That'll be next. Get this. They call it manifestly inadequate. I call it piss poor. I call it pathetic. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M or KOFM if you're in Newcastle. Richard Malloy Rue from Tough Love is with us. And have you heard Richard Marsland singing on this show, Rue? Well, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> no. You're constantly singing. Well, what, what did I sing last time? I, d- I did some whistling. I, did, I reenacted mm-hmm. uh, Patience. Very good. A lot of fans want to know, uh, you know, when you're going to do the touch from the Transformers movie again. Okay, maybe maybe we can sizzle that for next week. Or no. <laughs> maybe we can sizzle for right now. Yeah. No, but I want to I want to learn all the lyrics properly. <laughs> Are you know, actually going to do that? Because I'll hassle you. Every, you know what I'll do? I'll play that one that we've already got recorded of you doing it. Yeah. Until you've learned all the lyrics and then you come and do it properly. Okay. Mm, wow. Well, I don't mind. Whatever. It's, whatever. The, people want to know if it's in. You know, because now we've mentioned the album, ah. Illegal Download, only available to people who call this program. Big time. We've got to be specific, because when you said that a couple of minutes ago, the phone's lit up. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we'll and be poor old Anna, and poor old... Ah, yeah. if, oh, no, if, so if you call Talkback Mountain. Yeah, and if we put you, if we have a chat to you on air in Talkback Mountain, yeah. then you get a CD. But there is no Richard Mars on tunes on there, although there is a bit of his drum machine. Yeah, there is a bit of Charlene 5000. <laughs> there's a bit of All Me Plums on there as well. Good times. There's so much, there's a bit what of... What else? Ross Noble. Oh, I love Ross Noble. Talking about on the buses. Yep. 
Uh, Dave Graney, mm. Greg Fleet, Kevin mm. Smith. There's mm. quite a few of our co-hosts are on there. Do you put on one of those really posh sort of literary voices when you're reading out from uh, yeah, Wally Scramble? Or yeah, I don't put on the posh voice, but it is frankly way too much of me talking about myself. Ah, uh, listen back that, to it. That feel go, weird. Yeah, it does. I'm listening back. I'm going. We don't need to hear this for 22 <laughs> minutes. Uh, <laughs> Thank God we're not charging money for it. Which story is it, Tone? Which <laughs> bit of the book? It's the one where I'm on the bus and I turn everyone against me because of. <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny. They the insist on watching a Kenny Rogers movie, yeah, Six yeah. Pack, and I'm going, what about Spinal Tap? And <laughs> it was a fight. There was a fight. The whole bus hated me. Okay. okay. That's on there. Okay. All right. What are we going to do now? Let's have some tunes. Yeah. Uh, Rich has brought in a toy piano. Okay. Uh, I've got a bass sax. Mm. And then I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing about the hardship of the working man. Yeah. Two, three, four. <laughs> Check it out, Ru. Yeah. That's all Ed Cavalli. <laughs> and Marsley. <laughs> Sounds like Bruce Springsteen to me, but mm. how did I achieve that sound? Wow. I'm going to that. That is Bruce Springsteen yeah. here at Get This Around the Nation. Sudden endings. I know, that's so horrible. I mean, seriously, asleep at the wheel. But, uh, but Rich, is that, is that called, what's that called in the beers? A cold ending? That's a, that's a, that's a heavy fade, a quick fade, a, a fast fade. Heavy fade. <laughs> that's an industry term. That no. would you not happen. Nicely. That would not happen on Tough Love. No, Rue right. from Tough Love is sitting in today. Who's coming in today on Tough Love? Uh, today we've got uh, Nikki Osborne. Oh, who's uh, that? Who you might know as one of the hosts of Quizmania. The up late game show on uh, Channel Nine, uh -huh. what's, where what's people the... ring in and uh, they uh, have. What, uh... Why does Mick want her? Yeah, what, uh... <laughs> what's going on there? Well, I think he wants to get to the bottom of how someone can uh -huh. just talk to themselves for so long. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched the show? They just sort of babble onto themselves <laughs> like lunatics, <laughs> and they go on and on about for an hour. We go give away a hundred dollars <laughs> any time in the next seven hours. Somebody <laughs> will, might win a hundred dollars. Yeah. You seen that? They, those shows must be making money for the networks. They must no, be. They must be. But who be. calls up? Is anyone? I don't. I don't know. Well, I've tried, and what happens is there's a two-stage process. Ah, what happens? And you always get through to the second stage, but then you never get on. Yeah. What's, What's the first stage? Well, the first stage is where they just hang up on you. Ah, oh, good. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you pay? For, <laughs> and, then the, and then you get through. Yeah, you still pay. Oh, don't worry about that. You pay for the privilege mm. of getting hung up on. Yeah. Guys, I'll do it for half the price. Whatever they're charging you, call me up, I'll hang up on you for half the price. And the people who do get on just sound like people who work at the station and they're in the next office. Ah. That's what it always sounds like to And me. the question is something like salad ingredients. Yeah. And then you've got a list, there's a list of eight. And the most eight obvious ones never appear. You know? That's right. like eggplant or something. So what is it? It's like, like pencil shavings. And yes. Old tyres. So, yep. so, so if I guess one of them... Then I get I get some cash. You might get some, you yeah, might but the cash. questions are often a lot easier. The question will be something like, uh, "It's raining like cats," and uh -huh. dot 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 uh. brackets rhymes with logs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, got like that. Oh, no, I can't get it. I can't get it. The only person who doesn't seem to be able to get it is hot dogs, usually. <laughs> hey, uh, the German version is so much better. <laughs> so much better. Quizmania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spoken to you about this before, Tom, when just when I first got back. If mm -hmm. if people are calling. If there's heaps and heaps of callers, they start taking their clothes off. Oh, right. right. And sunscreening themselves. We'll ask her about and that. Then, and then yeah. as, <laughs> and, and as the callers fade away, they start putting clothes back on. Oh, right. So punishment. I guarantee you Mick will suggest that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does Mick just get guests in to meet women? I mean, I, I, know. I think, uh, let's say she's not unattractive. Ah. So. Megan Gale's on your show a hell of a lot, I've noticed. <laughs> Jennifer Hawkins, she's constantly on your program, isn't she? Mick claims that is coming to ogle him. <laughs> but He's not a piece no, of meat, all right? No. He's not a piece of meat. Do we need to get more tail on this program, do you think? <laughs> <Not> feelings. <laughs> we 
got Richard Marsland. Yeah, we do have <laughs> Richard Marsland. He's the eye candy in this stew. Uh-huh. Hey, let's get up the mountain. Oh, the Crime Watch Mountain. 15 S4 requesting roadblocks at every exit. How about signing up with the chips, huh? That's right. It's a theme from Chips. It means it must be time for Crime Watch. Crime stories have been banking up. Oh, some of these go back months. Some of these are yellow. <laughs> this an Iraqi man with no eyes was pulled over on a British road by police for driving erratically <laughs> at 55 k's. Erratically. Uh, the bloke told the police he'd gone for a drive because he wanted to test his abilities. How'd he go? How far'd he get? Uh, well, he drove all the way from Iraq to England, he did all right. But he's on the freeway. Oh, that's pretty I mean, good. he's managed to get onto the freeway. That's pretty good. And he faces six months jail. Oh. Mind you, they might just, you know, <laughs> just take him home and tell him it's jail. <laughs> might be a bit of that gear going on. Uh, the mayor mistakenly hands out sex number. This is good news. The, the mayor of, uh, of a town in Oklahoma in America has gone out and personally, this is the good bit, personally got all of these flyers to discourage teenage drinking, and then he's gone door to door around the town to hand them out. But the phone number on the bottom of the flyer says, "Don't drink any more, kiddies." For more information, ring this number. Uh. It's a sex line. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crime watch. Ah, good, good, good. Have you had crime watch on your show? Really? Um, we haven't done it recently, but yesterday we were doing uh, stupid blokes in honour of uh, uh, Axel yeah. and um, Favola and various uh, others. Yes. And someone rang in uh, to tell us a story of. Someone who tried to, uh, someone with a wizard hand and an artificial leg who tried to rob a fish and chip shop but fell into the deep fryer. <laughs> what is a wizard? Well, oh, a wizard hand. No, no, it was, no, no, a wizard hand. That's what we thought. Oh, wizard. <laughs> but a wizard hand. So, whatever that is, I don't know. We couldn't get to the bottom of that. I, I, it's a very odd crime story. Surely a wizard hand would prevent accidents like that occurring. <laughs> I don't know. A burglar decided to rob a surveillance shop. Uh, a burglar has uh, in Idaho has broken into a surveillance store and been caught. He got 250 bucks out of the cash register. And then he's looked up and seen the security camera and tried to, you know, like done that thing where they block it. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, they put their hand over it. Oh, well, they'll, they'll never be able to rewind the tape now after I've blocked it now. <laughs> and then he's turned around and realised that he's on 26 other cameras. <laughs> a surveillance shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That must be exhausting, logging that footage at the end of the day. <laughs> Bullet time robbery. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that would look good. Yeah. Three-dimensional. Yeah, anyway, he, uh, guess what? Got busted. Oh. Yeah. Good reenactment. <laughs> yeah, great. Reenactments is what we want, Tone, and I'm glad you've brought it up because it brings me to my favourite one at the moment. Yes. Naked man stuck in window. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Reed, Jr., 19, was arrested when police found him naked, stuck in a air conditioning unit in a window. <laughs> And why was he naked? Well, he didn't say. He said that he was mm. trying. To, he tried to get into the house, but he yeah. couldn't fit through the air conditioning unit. Mm, right. So he was starting to take his clothes off to make himself smaller, and then he was going to put the clothes on that were in the house on like once he got inside. <laughs> yeah. wow. But he didn't make it that far. Why do so many burglars feel the need to nude up? <laughs> There's two things where they go wrong. Nuding up... And then getting uh, into the liquor cabinet or the fridge. That's the one. Right. And the sort of Goldilocks syndrome. People yeah. come home and there's a fat burglar. Yeah. <laughs> well, but this guy, he did his laundry. Another another guy <laughs> in California. He's made himself from home. He's, he's busted in. So he's got in. He's still got most of his clothes on, apparently. Yeah. And he's decided he's going to, ooh, you know, all this burglaring is making me hungry. I'm going to order a pizza and do a load of laundry. <laughs> got busted. <laughs> I've got a tiny story the size of a postage stamp here. 
two armed robbers escape with a bag of strawberries instead of cash after a mix-up during a raid. The nefarious pair held up a terrified postmistress with a pistol before dashing out of the post office in Lancashire with the fruit, leaving behind a bag of cash. It's the sweetest crime of all. Oh, hang on. Fleet pun fever. Okay, strawberry a bag theft. of strawberries. Hang on, so what did they get charged with? Um, stealing uh. fruit. <laughs> I'm assuming, I mean, I'm assuming they just, you know, you'd get back to the hideout and then you'd have to tell the rest of them it was deliberate. Share, <laughs> these are good strawberries. Got any cream? <laughs> <laughs> go back and get some cream. You go, Balak Barvish, one shotgun each, go and get some cream. Oh, stupid crime. None of these are quite stupid enough. What about this guy, a cow you can steer? Santiago Chile, <laughs> a, uh, a taxi driver, sick of being robbed, has, uh, made his, has dressed his car up, his, his taxi up as a cow. So now, if someone so now people will take notice of it yeah. as it drives past, and re, and they'll report it. Yeah. Hmm. There's a man, you know, inside a cow, <laughs> being robbed. <laughs> I don't see how that someone calls the police. Is it because the criminals will be just laughing so hard that they're in the cow cab? No. They couldn't possibly do they'll, something they'll nasty. Be, they'll be watching the cars go past, going, you know, Jose, which one should we rob? Yeah. And then they'll see the cow. They're like, don't go for the cow. No, we. You know, we don't want to be accused of cowjacking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and that. Yeah. I, you know, I guess it's the similar effect is created by those cabs that used to have a picture of Mick Malloy in his mm. underpants on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they deterred, you know, one of them. passengers <laughs> and, and, and would-be robbers. What did uh, Mick's mum think of those giant billboards of him in the underpants? Did he send the usual? Oh, Michael. <laughs> oh, Michael. That's I hope those are clean. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been. <laughs> But not ironed. What about this bloke? Uh, oh, gee, this is allegedly. I'm entering allegedly country. I've got to be careful. Sorry, can I just quickly get back to the cow for yeah, a second? It might be a good idea, actually. <laughs> a little bit that I, um, here's a bit that I uh, forgot to read out. Mm. He's uh, he's starting to rent it out. He's renting out the cow cab for amorous encounters. So what's happened is, he's not only is he not getting robbed anymore, he reckons business is booming, and every now and again people will ring up, and he just has to drive around... You know, with the earplugs in, uh, as people are amorously uh, going for it in the back. <laughs> Don't bother knocking if the cow's rocking. <laughs> Jeez. This bloke here, Channel 7 National News and Current Affairs Chief Peter Meekin, mm. uh, who's Meek. been allegedly, well, he's, he's, it's not allegedly that he's been accused of it, but the behaviour itself is alleged. How many yeah. alleges do I need Fine. to put in this? That's enough. That's enough. been Go accused on. of drink driving, and now he's uh, seeking a adjournment to make representations to the police to urge them to drop the car charges. Why? I don't know. It says that he was accused of having uh, a blood alcohol reading of uh, 0.10, twice the legal limit. That's a lot. Wow. But, I mean, it might not be true. Okay. So he's taken six weeks, you know, to find out if it's true. But just the idea that you can't get around drink driving anymore. Oh. Isn't that terrible? When did that start? Jeez, it's... Further proof of how political correctness is being taken to ridiculous extremes. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Thank yeah. you, Naomi. <laughs> remember the time when it was, yeah, it was, it was encouraged, it was you positive. It was funny. It was just, remember the 70s? I don't. Drink driving, there were ads telling you to drink drive. Really? Every night <laughs> on TV. Solid? Smoking, people with the newsreaders were smoking. That's true. Well, every pub had this massive car park attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't see that anymore, do you? 
And there was, you know, people would just leave taps running all day. Oh, that's true. Wasn't that fun? Oh, that was the Remember those, those, those days? Those were the days. Remember the days when you could leave a tap running at home, go to work, come home, and it would still be going? <laughs> you were completely smashed and driven home <laughs> in your cow. I, I, the days I think that are weird that are going where people use cooking oil as sunscreen. Oh, we had yeah. a, I had a PE teacher at school <laughs> who uh, every day, every couple of weeks he'd come in with a massive bandage on his face because he'd say, oh, yeah, they found another one of the melanomas, kids. You just get them zapped out. It's no big deal. <laughs> and we said, sir, why why are you so crispy all the time? <laughs> <laughs> you smell delicious. Uh, and he said, oh, kids, when I was your age, we didn't have sunscreen. We used cooking oil. <laughs> if you couldn't smell yourself burning, you weren't doing it right. <laughs> then you went and lay down under a giant magnifying glass for the whole afternoon. I think, I think at the beach they used to just have rotisserie. Those were the days. We want to hear about stupid crime. Have you been affected by it? Have you read about it, seen it, be a victim of it, or perpetrated? It's one triple three five three. Give us a call. And while we're waiting, we would normally play a song. What we're going to do is we're going to replay something from earlier in the week for people who missed it. This is when we sent, uh, well, Nick Kershaw into the outback with three synthesizers on a truck to try and cheer up the farmers. People said it wouldn't work. Here's how the action unfolded. Call us now, one triple three five three. So, when was the last time any of you saw a decent rain on any of these crops? Oh, please, please, one at a time, you, sir. Oh, look, in the last two years, we'll be lucky to see more than... Hang on. Can you hear that? What is... Oh, my God, it's a flatbed truck. And on the back, is that a man in pirate pants playing three synthesizers at once? Excuse me, who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, that man up there playing those free synthesizers simultaneously has the answer to your problems. Nick, give him a chase. Sounds like a guitar. That is a synthesizer as well. Uh, please, impressive synthesizer solos are all very well, but uh, who is that? You mean you don't know? <laughs> I'm sure these fine gentlemen know who he is. Allow me to explain. There's a man with three synthesizers strapped to a truck, and he drives around the outback bringing farmers luck. He's a frontline combatant in the fight against drought with his drums so hexagonal and sultry power. I think you've guessed that's right, it's Nick Kershaw. Take it away, Nick. I got two strong talk about the tree by the river before. We had flock of seagulls through last month. Yes, I mean, Mr. Kershaw's obvious keyboard dexterity aside, what does he really know about the problems here on the land? Nick? I think this should convince you of Mr. Kershaw's ecological credentials. Mother Nature I think we have a fairly good grasp of the situation, everybody. Oh, let the sun go down on the... Nah, 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 come on, right, leave it. Oh, leave it alone. 
please, Mr. Kershaw's sunny synth pop optimism is of very little use to families facing bankruptcy. I mean, what? Putting your extraordinary synthesizer mastery aside for a tick, I mean. Do you have any idea what it's like out here? Uh, hang on a sec. No, if it... no, let him speak. Yeah, We've got it pretty hard out here, Kershaw. Yeah. What do you say to that? Kershaw, please, despite your obvious skills on more than one keyboard simultaneously, what exactly are you proposing here? What Nick is saying is leave it. Leave all this and move into, say, new romantic style synthesized entertainment. Can't leave all this. That's not true. Oh, I don't know. What do you reckon, lads? Hey, yeah, it's got a <laughs> I think that idea is uh, pretty much out of juice, I reckon. <laughs> oh, so good, I love it. Richard Malloy from Tough Love is with us. Uh, we're actually meant to be playing Crime Watch. Uh, do we have any callers here? Thousands. <laughs> because everyone gets a copy of Illegal Download, the new uh, Get This Album. Hi, Nick. Hi, Mac. Oh, what's going on, brother? Hey, uh... Is anyone here called Mac? <laughs> no, so. Mick. Oh, Mick. Mick. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mick. Listen, uh, about 30 years ago, I got into a bit of strife and um, ended up in Long Bay Jail. Okay. And I was two out with the chap uh, at the time. And anyway, we got into a discussion and uh, he was... Uh, he did about six arm hold-ups. Oh, yeah. And the only way he was identified beside his fish, uh, facial things, he was so nervous while he did the things, he kept farting. <laughs> Oh, so was he known as the farting bandit? Yeah, and uh, when the uh, the coppers and everything else had got everything sorted out and they were doing the witness identification, one of the actual people asked if he could fart oh. so they could recognise his fart rather than his facial features. Surely this couldn't be true. This is true, mate. You know, I dead said it's the first time I ever got into trouble about 30 years ago. <laughs> sure, uh, well, true, or, true <laughs> yeah. or not, my friend. And he was sort of, even around the bay, he was sort of, oh, no, God forbid. Bit, I hope he's still alive. No, I mean, I hope he's still alive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so well, it's you know what? Tony Martin, I've got a drug dealer that looks like you. Oh, there you okay. go. Thank you very much, <laughs> You could just fax his details in. <laughs> On that cheery note, you, you may have an album, sir. So I'm glad you get callers also who've been incarcerated. Yeah. The other day we did a topic and two of our three callers have both been in jail. <laughs> and really? we thought, oh, what, they were just big in the prison population? <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> you know, you're getting them as well, so, so that's great. Where where kind of audience very attractive. Thank you, sir. You get an album. Hello, Fraser. How are you? Do you think that was real, though? Do you, would there really be a police lineup and it's pull my finger, pull my finger? Yeah, that's him. I don't know. Can I smell the second one again? Does that ring true to you? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. for the drug dealer who looks like yeah, me. that's where I got... That's pretty much where I'm stuck, to be honest. <laughs> All right, Fraser. I like to think that he didn't, and now he's made himself up to look like you, hoping that you'll get busted instead of him. <laughs> Hello, Fraser. How are you? Oh, spectacular, mate. How are you? Great, sir. Talk us through it. Um, basically, I was catching the cab one day and talking to the taxi driver, and he was telling us uh, about one of his customers, sort of uh, got in the back, had a wooden leg. <laughs> said, oh, can I put it up in the middle there? Yeah, no worries. Got the bloke to his destination, and the bloke with the wooden leg tried to do a runner. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that go? Um, not fantastic for him, because apparently what happened was, in his efforts to escape, he tried to climb a fence. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, taxi driver just ran up, grabbed him by the leg, and uh, sure enough, he paid. What? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Is that worth an album? It's absolutely worth an album, sir. I hope you oh, enjoy it. I should it. think so. No worries. No, no worries, sir. Hello, Gavin. How are you? Oh, Good old Gavin. And we've got next up Heather Mills McCartney, who has a similar story to tell. <laughs> Hello, Gavin. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Dan. I've, I've got a good one a few years back, and uh, it'll uh, become clear how far back that my grandfather got broken into by a guy who stole, among other things, a typewriter. Oh, uh, and to make sure that the typewriter was worth stealing, he uh, tested the typewriter out by typing his name on a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He left behind. <laughs> his own name. Yeah, it didn't end there, though, because he turned up to court wearing one of my grandfather's suits. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> like, he didn't fit... He didn't go, maybe I should type an alias. He didn't even do that. No. Oh, I'm not sure about that font. I better do my phone number and address. <laughs> that is stupid crime right uh, there. Yeah, yeah, nickname thank you, like Richard. Sir. Well done. <laughs> Richard. Hey, uh, lastly, Sean, how are you? What's happened? Uh, g'day, Tone. G'day, Armitage. G'day, Rue. And g'day, Ed. G'day, mate. Um... When I was young and very, very dumb and stupid, I mm. broke into this place. Mm. I went to jail for it, but um, yeah. what happened is I, I got in there yeah. and um, I managed to stay hidden and the bloke locked me in, right? And I thought, oh, yeah, I can get out of here. Piss easy. Well, I couldn't. I was in there all night and halfway through the night, about you know, 11, 12 o'clock, I'm thinking, what do I do? So I rang me mum. <laughs> so you was hiding in the next room. So we... <laughs> So hang on, you couldn't. So you broke into a house. I couldn't. I, couldn't, I, was, I, was, I was too big. I couldn't slip through where I thought I could. You couldn't break a window or anything like that. Ah, uh, that would have set off an alarm. Ah. So what did what did your mum do? Oh, uh, she goes. Oh well, you better call the police and all that. I'm going. Are you stupid? No way. <laughs> so anyway, the, that that morning the, the shot, you know, came back and I. I, I and I thought, yeah, sweet, I've got away with it. And no, well, a uh, cop car with two in the front and the owner of the place in the back, and um, yeah, I um, kind of went to jail for that. There you go. <laughs> kind of went to jail for that. Well, you, sir, are a winner on Get This. It's appropriate that our album's called Illegal Download yeah, because... Everyone who's getting it's done some time. <laughs> ah, you a felon. Give us a call, win a prize. Thanks, sure. Thank you for that, sir. You get an album. That's fantastic. That's got to be the end of the week. Oh, well, that, we're going to end on that. Thanks, everyone.
everyone that calls. Sorry, the people we didn't get to uh, call us up Monday. Do some time over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And try not to get locked in. Rue, thanks for coming in. Thanks for inviting me in, Tone. Down to the Tough Luff office. And uh, uh, spruce up before you... It'll be be open now. I came before the show and it was locked (laughs) and the lights were off. And not exactly Tough Love hours, are they? (laughs) No, Tough Love is in most states, uh, certainly at midday. You want to check that out. Obviously in states where we're past midday, you want to... Tune in on Monday. This yeah, show does it. my head in. Yeah, same. Hey, go see Boytown. You wrote that. Absolutely. With me. Go and see it. It's kick ass. Right. It certainly is. And uh, also, it's the end of the week, so we've got to thank our brilliant producer, Nikki Hamilton, Genius. Richard Marcelin, pushing hey. your buttons. We've got Maddie Dower on the pots and pans, yeah, well, Anna on the phones, knob jockeys around the network, and Ed Cavalli. Tone, a pleasure. In the sidecar. Good luck dealing drugs over the weekend. goals. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Our key phrase today was. I think it was simply the word allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back on Monday with Andrea Powell's back on the show, possibly bringing Ethel Chop, whether it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz veto.